Hey, wow. boys. What's up? Look at all these people. Yeah, it's a full, full group. This is so many more than like two forecasts ago when there was like <laughs> four awkwardly separated across the entirety of this screen. I don't like being and I pointed in, in every wrong direction. Oh, it was, that was, it was good freaking time. awkward. It was so awkward. <laughs> Shove uh, those together. Get them together. Get them in the middle. Just uh. It was like an artistic design, guys. It was like uh, art choice. That's not artistic. Uh, it's it's like know. social distancing in a digital form. A <laughs> uh, couple people were quarantining on the left hand side of the screen. Yeah, they're like. They're like <laughs> Welcome back to The Forecast, episode 156. The Forecast Woo! is a bi-weekly podcast produced, streamed, and... Uh, sorry, bi-weekly podcast streamed on Thursdays and released on YouTube and podcast on Fridays. We are a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the Horizon FB, or you can come hang out on our Discord channel, or you can check out our website, wearethehorizon.com. We have a bunch of original content for you to browse through there, including our multi-arc Starfinder adventure, the Discord and Signal. Woohoo! Uh, additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron, joined by a whole bunch of additional peeps. Caleb? That's me. Jake? Hey, yo, what up? Owen? Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Cheeseburger Chad? Hey, pizza. Oh, okay, I couldn't <laughs> tell. It's, it's, it's... Alex? So pizza Chad. Hey, what's up? And Frankie? What's wiggity up? All right, off the top, off the top. You know what I was thinking today? I read this uh, interesting article oh, from man. The Guardian. You about read something? How, yes, yeah, I and mean, it's rare. It's rare. But <laughs> I just, I decided I should sit down and at least read a few words. Okay. And this article is published by uh, Guardian, and they were talking about a study from Oxford, which I find interesting, published today. They looked at 40,000 gamers over the period of six weeks, and then took polls about their mental stability and well-being. And, Are you just uh, following my Twitter? No, I talked I'm not about this earlier. Twitter. Did you talk about this earlier? <laughs> yeah, I tweeted about this. I don't oh, know I'm what not you're talking about for once. Yeah, I, Owen, I think you're <laughs> alone on Twitter. I'm, I'm not on tweeters, <laughs> yeah. Owen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Importantly, I think this is interesting because they, they quote, uh, where is it at? With 40,000 observations across six weeks, we gave... We really gave increases and decreases. Wow, I cannot speak. Really gave increases and decreases in video game play a fair chance to predict emotional states and life satisfaction. And we didn't find evidence for that. We found evidence that it's not true in practically any significant way, which I think is rather interesting. So play more video games, people. That's what I am reading from this article. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I got from it, just do what you want. That too. That too. It, it does say... Uh, the link does break down at extreme levels. For instance, there is a significant effect if a player increases their play time by 10 hours a day above what is typical. Which oh, okay. is typical. That's, yeah, that's what is typical? It's, it's what is typical for that person. Not like uh, what is typical uh, overall. So, if you were, so your typical yeah, like, is 12 hours a day and then you increase it 10 more hours. 
Yeah, to maybe That's like bad. 24 yeah, I mean, hours. The 24 hours. Yeah, I mean, most <laughs> that, of us are pretty irritable by the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, very, very I saw. Irritable. I saw somewhere so, somebody was saying like video games is fine, but just don't do it excessively. It's like I so like everything. Yeah, like yeah. everything in you moderation. You can drown yeah. yourself with water if you drink it excessively. Like, <laughs> um, I also just don't, it bothers my mind when people who uh, are sitting there binge watching Netflix are like. You're just wasting your time playing video games. It's like, bro, I you're just sitting there like a vegetable on a couch, just not even really critically thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm over here making decisions. It is. It's a decision-making process. It's not... I mean, granted, you're engrossed in a story either way, typically, but you're also way more involved in the story if you're having to do something mechanically to make sure that your character's progressing or whatever you're doing in the game you're playing. The only so. thing that that's that's different between the the media like television and movie industry, the the main difference there between that and the video game industry is is the lack of of uh, creative bankruptcy. <laughs> uh, there's a, there, there's a lot of pretty good video games out there that you're like, hey, that's you know, hey, good for you. A lot of a lot of TV shows coming out these days. It's like, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of crap on Steam too. Oh yeah, yeah. it cuts both yeah. ways. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I I was going to say there's the the like plethora of hentai games that none of us play. But so I, I just want you to think back to this year, how many games that have come out that everyone's been like wild about. You know, talking about it at work, you meeting strangers out in the street, people talking about it. Versus the amount of movies that have come out this year. I don't that talk to anybody. Been, like <laughs> Alex, just hide. So. <laughs> None on either side. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex is. We got to exclude Alex from this survey because it, that, that's going to give us a little, really biased result. It's going to be real skewed. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very skewed. Very skewed. I mean, you got to have both ends of it. Yeah. I think uh, one of the interesting notes is that the players were asked to report, these 40,000 people who were in the study, were asked to report on things such as autonomy, competence, and intrinsic motivation. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Intrinsic like, motivation. motivation. Like while they're playing the games, I don't, I don't understand. I think it's supposed to be after they're done. Like, what is their? They get, they, they set things down. They go back to their whatever they're doing outside of their video game life. Do are you able to function autonomously? Do you feel competent in what you're doing outside of playing video games? And are you intrinsically motivated by something other than just sitting in front of a TV or a screen and playing games? So no. <laughs> on, a, on a similar on a similar wavelength i was reading a um study that was done and they were talking about how uh like video games were bad because people were less motivated to switch jobs or to get promoted in their own job and like the entire article was saying how this was a bad thing and i was like sitting there and i was like but couldn't it also be a good thing because people are probably realizing that maybe they're good at this game or they like this game or they're identifying with it rather than identifying themselves with their position and title. And so their self-worth and value isn't tied to how much money I'm making anymore, but to something else, whether like, you know, what rank I am in Overwatch or, or you know, like whatever the fuck the thing that yeah, might be. Yeah, the leaderboard's on Neon White. Yeah, that somebody <laughs> is obsessed with. Um, so I was like, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you're just changing, you know, your your point of view from 
from, you know, more capitalistic need to maybe something that's a little bit different. And I think that's the same thing with your intrinsic need that you were talking about is like, yeah, you're, you might not have as much intrinsic needs as you would because you're starting to find value in things that aren't just money and buying shit i feel like that has that falls in the category of like everybody has a position on something when it comes to a study you know if you read studies about coffee it's like coffee's good for your heart it's bad for your heart coffee's (laughs) good for your stamina it's bad for your stamina coffee's i mean it's literally you can find a study for like a counterpoint on every single thing that it would tell you the coffee's good for there is a counterpoint study that says it's bad for you as well is there a counterpoint out there for coffee that says coffee does not help you poop <laughs> I'm certain there is. That's, I think it's only because it's only supposed to that, affect that a certain percentage a of people. What, yeah, who I, are those people? Wait, which people? You're talking about the people that it does help to poop, or the people that it doesn't help to poop? No, because I feel like the people that it doesn't help to poop, like very small, very small majority of people. <laughs> so those people are from uh, Seattle. I've literally, <laughs> wa- I, I've literally watched somebody just like take a sip and like as they're swallowing it, they're like. Oh! Like, <laughs> gotta go. Just instantly no. Like, like, Bruh, holy I could, shit. I could be halfway through my day, and then I get a freaking Starbies, and I'm just like, oh, let's go, buddy. I think part of it is, like, it's not even actually really doing anything, but you've now trained yourself it's to have to believe that it's doing something. Yeah. Like, yeah. your body's like, oh, as soon as I taste this liquid, it's time to poop. Like, that is... 8.30. Time to go. Okay, look. I'm not going to say that's inaccurate, but I will say I ran out of regular coffee and I didn't know it. I've been drinking decaf for the past two days. And let me tell you, decaf doesn't do the same thing. It's not it's not an activating agent, my guy. So to me, it's not like a a sip of the the decaf coffee has the same effect as something that has caffeine in it. I hope our listeners are buckled up. Yeah. The conversation yeah, this is, all, all this is a fascinating <laughs> conversation. Hey, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just trying to dance around. Maybe we should get a study going on coffee and how it affects video games. Uh, that's that's a yeah, good point. Right. This, I'm in. Also, this also Washington seeing, Post article says thirty uh, percent of humans feel the need to defecate after drinking coffee. <laughs> I mean, Wapo is so a bunch low. of shit. It seems so. very low. Oh, back, backtracking to what Frank's saying though, coffee and how it affects video games. There was a while there where I was like competing in some tournaments for like Fortnite, Apex, etc. If I didn't have my coffee, a- Hyperscape was a big one. If I didn't have my coffee, I couldn't compete. I couldn't keep up. Wow. I feel like that's mm. the only way you can play Hyperscape anyways. You gotta be so freaking <laughs> jittery. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> juicing. Yeah. I need Adderall is what I need. Oh yeah. Gosh. You needed to be on a drug to perform well. Adderall and <laughs> Red Bull. Here we go. Need to find an Addy Daddy. Good to go. <laughs> Addy Daddy. Jesus. All right. Let's move on to what have you been playing lately. Owen, we're going to start with you this week. Wow. Hey, uh, so I've been playing this game called Tavern Master. Uh, it's it's a it's like a shop sim. You run a tavern. You expand the tavern. It kind of becomes an inn. Uh, it's fine. How? How? Yes. How? That was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Fine. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I played some more fascinating games uh, this week that we'll talk about later. Uh, but this one is just kind of uh, very basic. Of you know, it looks like RuneScape basically. So it's not like the graphics are anything that interesting. The gameplay is what you would want it to be out of kind of a a shop 
management thing of you know you buy new items to sell and you set your prices you have customers that are coming into your tavern to you know buy beer and you need to make sure that you've got waitresses to get the beer to the customers or whatever like Wenches. it's it's fairly straightforward <laughs> in what you want it to be uh which i appreciate you know there's not a lot of bells and whistles it's it is what you come to it for which is to just kind of build and run an inn uh, a medieval kind of inn uh, we so, need a we need like an animation for when Owen says something is fine it's, and it, it's fine. Like an yeah. Owen stamp of fine yeah. Yeah. I'll work onto on the that. screen. I'll work on that. Yeah. Although there are different inflections in how he says fine, so I feel like the fine scale is actually like mm. three it's to seven. Fine. You're probably right. There's also multiple it's amounts fine. of pause between the its and the fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. how how much of a yeah. a if, like sigh is there before yeah. I say something? You know, so like the, the longer the depends. pause, the lower on the scale it is. You know, like like mm. listen, if I say it's fine, see like upward yeah. inflection, short pause, and if I go it's fine, fine, downward inflection, long pause. Owen's rating that a three <laughs> I, out of ten. I actually think we're on to something. You know the guy who does <laughs> the knob turning, and it's just mm-hmm. 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 Those I think great Owen needs the fine scale. We channel. need to develop a, a <laughs> SOP for the fine scale. Yeah, I like that. I really appreciate that. Be yeah. down, Jake. How about you? Me. Uh, so I finally went back and I finished. Got a four. Finished it. Yay! I finished it. Nice. Which means you nice. started it again at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah. I technically, I actually started this a while ago. Um, but yeah, I started. You just it kept again. it hidden from us. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted think he to... mentioned it to some people. I, I mean, I wanted, I wanted to get, wow, yeah, I, you know, I didn't want to taint it, you know, people throwing expectations on me. Oh, did you get to that awesome part? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. there goes my light. Okay, oh. cool. Now it's mood lighting in here. <laughs> nice. Um, anyways, nice. Um, it's, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It takes a long time to get good. I'd say it probably took me 10-ish hours before I enjoyed it really at all. That's a wow. long time. Yeah, you're wow. right. You're right. That is a long time. That is a long that's, time. That's a lot of devotion. Yeah. Um, but then maybe like another five or ten after that, I actually started liking it a bit. It's really the combat. I think the combat takes a really long time to like wake up. Like it's not until like halfway through the game you get on your second weapon. And mm. that's when I feel like the game really starts to like come into its own. Partially because that weapon kicks ass, but also because it feels like that's when they finally start like actually throwing tougher combats at you. Mm. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Throwing um, you a second weapon and like halfway through a game, that seems like poor pacing. Yeah, yeah, I think it probably could have come a little bit earlier. I think a lot of people that aren't me basically didn't use that weapon at all. Really? It's so good. I it's so, didn't really. It's so fun is what it is. Yeah, I like it a lot. I it's, like the chunky feel of the axe. Literally? Yeah, I, sorry, go I ahead. I never Aaron. used it. I never used it. Why? It's so good. It's so fun. <laughs> you just... Like, literally, my problem is, it's a weapon from an older game, yeah. and my muscle memory is so ingrained that there's a combo where you do light attack, light attack, heavy attack, and I would always hit triangle, which in the old games was heavy attack, but in this game switches to your stupid-ass axe. <laughs> so halfway through my combo, I'd pull out the dumb-ass axe, and I'd be like, oh, no, and then I'd get hit. Because I'm doing the wow. open X animation. 
Yeah, I think that that weapon is cool, but the axe is just so well designed and it feels so good to use it that I, I just mm. never use the other weapon. Literally, the, the only reason I started having fun 10 hours in is because you get the upgrade where if you hit someone in the head with your axe with like when you throw it, the next shot actually does power. So I would just do entire combats just bouncing it off of enemies faces, Oh my gosh. <laughs> which I mean, that's probably not how they wanted it to be. It's slow. It's not very effective, but it is funny. So <laughs> I did a lot of that. But then I got the other weapon and it was like, oh, OK, this is actually like pretty fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> but the people who only use the axe, did, did they play the old games? No, neither of them. Played. This is my okay. first God of War. This this makes so much more yeah, sense right. on why you guys yes. didn't yeah. choose the other weapon. The, I never, the moment... I never liked the old, older weapon. I thought that they were dumb. Really? <sighs> the moment where Kratos goes back and gets the weapon, because I didn't expect it to be in the game at all, because they kind of like distanced themselves from the original trilogy. Boy. It was su it was such like a big like fanboy moment I think. For me, I was like, Man. "Cool, yeah, new weapon, all right, new thing, let's yeah. do it, yeah, all right, cool, yeah." And then I pulled the axe back out. Didn't take much. Um, um I have so I have I actually, I have a lot on this. I know because okay. I know everyone really liked this one, so I wanted to kind of like shit on it. Well, not <laughs> shit on it because right, like I did I did end up liking it more or less. Um, the climbing is bad. I don't climbing in games is so unfun anymore. Yes, yeah. thank you. I don't know. It's like, Ooh. hey, do you want to get over there, but like really slowly? Oh, dude, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Developers need to learn that it's not, that's not like a fun game mechanic. Yeah, it's just no, filler. I think I feel like Assassin's Creed kind of poisoned video games in a lot of ways, and climbing yeah. is one of yeah. the biggest ones. I, I think yeah. the only game that's actually done climbing well was uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. it, I don't think it was fun, but it was, at least was better than. I most. mean, it, it it was a lot more fun in a way of like looking up a long way and just being like, I I I I I think I can climb that. <laughs> I think I, I can, can make get it up there. Be like yeah. that might be a little break, like right there where I can like Link can. It's enough, like you know, elevation that Link can stand up and like give himself a break. Be like, as as I call sky rimming. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've been playing uh, the Skyrim Together mod with some people, and uh, I definitely forgot how easy it is that you can just, like, shoot straight up mountainsides in that game. I was like, right, this is weird. <laughs> um, I really like the fast travel system, because they managed to make a fast travel system that is neither mm. fast nor travels. <laughs> it's really impressive for like the first half of the game all you can do is go back to the central area mm. which isn't really that far from anywhere you're gonna go but if you want to <laughs> go anywhere else you gotta get in your you gotta go to the middle walk down some stairs get in your stupid boat ride the boat all the way to where you want to go get out of the boat and then walk there like what don't even introduce the fast travel system if it doesn't fucking do anything yeah just wasting my goddamn time and it takes like two minutes to use because <laughs> they're like, oh, we can't have a loading screen. Imagine the horror if you have to watch a loading screen for 30 seconds. It's better. Just dump them in an endless void for yeah. a minute and a half. That's better. <laughs> there we go. We nailed it, guys. Yep. Hey, it's no different, really. Either way. It's, every time I had to use it, I would just, I started just, I would point the camera straight at the ground so it didn't have to render anything. And I would just get on my phone and do something else. Until I wow. heard the, the ding of the door appearing. 
<laughs> like I got I don't want to sit and do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. Valid. One one thing I did actually like about the game. I actually like this a lot. This was my favorite part of the game. The Valkyries? Mm. The Valkyrie oh, yeah. fights? Yeah. Fucking mm. slap. They're, They're so awesome. good. They're so fun. You know what doesn't slap? One of them is in the misty fuck you zone. Mm. <laughs> the zone of like, hey, you have to waste like five hours here if you want to do anything. Yep. Like literally, I was so the excited. The grind zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I am going to get all of these. This is my favorite part of the game. I'm going to beat all these bosses. I'm going to get some cool armor. And then I get there and I'm like, okay, I Googled it. There's a Valkyrie here somewhere. I'll just run there. I'll ignore this bullshit because I don't want to deal with this mist. But then the Valkyrie's in the goddamn mist. So you got to <laughs> deal with the mist. So I just gave up. I just stopped doing the Valkyries. Oh, uh, no. There were like two left. I wasn't going to do it. Here's the problem. Like, because I looked at it, I'm like, how long is it going to take me to do this? It's like, well, you got to grind in the mist to get the gear to survive mm. in the mist longer to get more stuff from the mist to buy better gear. And I was just like, I am not. The grind that is zone. Not I didn't actually what do I that either. I just I don't wanted to fight her in the mist area. You, there's you, no you way. Have to. If you run straight to the Valkyrie, you have like a minute to beat her. Maybe mm. it's it's basically impossible. And I was not going to do it. So that was my high point and then also my low point. Was it lower than the first time you walked up the mountain and then turned around and walked back down? <laughs> that the was, I mean, that literally was bad enough that I stopped playing the game for <laughs> a few years. So close. Okay. I was at least invested enough that I was like, fine, I'll just speed run the rest of the stupid game then. <laughs> uh, the last thing I wanted to mention is Balder because he sucks. Every Aww. time he shows up, it's not going to be a good time. I think his boss fights are bad. I don't think the game has a lot of good boss fights, except for the Valkyries. But Baldur's are the worst. I don't like Baldur either. He's, he's not fun to fight. And then he does a lot of like kind of QTEs where it's like, oh, you're going to punch him and then he's going to punch you. But you got a block. And it's like, what are we here, Drax? <laughs> I, I, I would say that the first Baldur fight that you have... It's like one of those moments because it felt like one of those moments in, in video games comes up in Souls games all the time. Like first boss fight, you are meant to die. You are meant to lose. Sure. Uh, but it's like where it's like God on God. And you're like, you just throwing each other through fucking hills and houses and trees. And and it's like, dude, I, I don't know where this is going to go. But after like the third time, I was like, uh, OK, yeah, I get like, uh, uh, What's but the, I did really want to make that guy feel pain because I didn't want to yeah. go through another one of those boss fights. Oh, dude, speak, can we talk about how lame the reveal is of, like, what the answer to his, like, how do you kill him riddle is? I don't mm. even remember what it was. It's literally... I played it, just like, like, a few months ago. ...has a knife, and he happens to stop him with it. It's like, oh, that knife was made out of the magic juice. You got him. Good job. Uh, the juju. Jungle yeah, juice. Yeah, it's like... Isn't it the arrows? Well just, have, like, the a arrow specific... Head. Yeah, but they, they get Root rid of the arrows early. And I was like, oh, that was kind of clever. But it's like, he might as well have just had something in his pocket. He might as well just have just had, like, a gun in his I mean, pocket it, that on the I mean, they, they, they do, like, uh, kind of allude to that when his mother, you, like, bring those home. She's Burns like, put arrows. those away. She's, sure, she's like, ah, Jesus. But it's not like they go, huh, maybe we should get those arrows. <laughs> it's no. like he just happened to have a knife made of the same stuff. And, of course, he stabbed him with it because it's yeah. a knife. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's so lame. And then you have a lame boss fight because Balder sucks. 
he's awful. <laughs> I, it's such weird energy to me to have like the final boss also be the first boss and you kick his ass so hard. <laughs> like you throw him through a mountain and then he shows up later and like it's like, oh, I guess I'll throw him through a mountain again. I don't know. <laughs> but this time it's in snow. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah and his mom's there. Yeah, and his mom's <laughs> just. <laughs> The whole time, she's like, no, stop. It's like, woman, stop. Let me throw your son through a mountain again. <laughs> Shut your mouth, woman. Uh, but so, yeah, like, so, I, out of 10, what would you give that game? Out of 10. I mean, you can do whatever um, scale you want. Two thumbs. <laughs> two thumbs. Give any more points. Two thumbs out of 10. I'll give, I'll give it like a seven. Seven feels good. Yeah. Mm. How long is your pause before the sigh? <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I would not say that it's... I wouldn't say it's fine. I think it is better than fine, but it nice. has a lot of frustrating issues for me. I also, mm. I mean, this kind of like the open quotes, like adult video game, I guess is what I'm going to call them. Like your last of us where it's like, Oh, you're a dad and you're walking and it's, it's sad and your kids <laughs> there and they're angry or whatever. Yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about the dynamic between Kratos and his it son? Was, I mean, it was pretty good. It kind of, Comes and goes. I mean, I get that he's a kid, but sometimes the things he does just feel really random. Like, it's just like, oh, this is the part of the story where he's angry. So he's going to be angry for the next hour. And it's just like, <laughs> eh, that part's over. He's back to regular now. And it's just like, what What are we doing? What's going on here? But I, it, did, I, I did really like that part of the, the dynamic, especially when it was like, oh, it breaks up having to walk places. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of walking. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's obvious. It's really well written. It's very well acted. So no, no major complaints there. And Mamir is thumbs up. Yeah. Which one's the 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 talking head? head. Oh, the head. Yeah. Some of the best. Some of the best dialogue in the game. It's between him and Kratos. Yep. Okay. Any other points on God of War? No, that's uh, I'm good. I'm tapped out. Are (laughs) you excited to play the sequel? Like, did finishing this make you excited for the next one? Five, um, question. I'll say yes. I don't know that I'm $70 excited to play it, mm. which puts me in a weird spot because I don't think I'm going to be able to get it this year for less than $70 on PS5 at least. It's going to be $70 yeah. on PS5. Yeah, you could get it on PS4 for 60 because whatever. Reasons. Past generation. Yeah, dude. Reasons yeah, true, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Are people monetizing like graphics now? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. just they're trying to make the standard video game price seventy bucks on like the new systems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went through the that. fifty to sixty, and yeah. that shit made twelve-year-olds around the world start to understand economics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'll I'll get it. I would love to get it this year for less than seventy dollars. I don't think it's going to happen, but you know, I'll, assuming it comes out this year. Not to sidetrack on like cost video games, but I think if they had like some sort of dynamic scale that was like, you know, we, we talk about AAA title stuff all the time and how things should be expensive. We've talked about this in the past, but mm-hmm. if, if things weren't just always $60, no matter mm-hmm. how long the content of the game is, I would be I would feel justified in paying more money for a, a long game. Witcher 3, I would pay way more than $60. Like, sure. Just specifically to play a game with that much content. Like, I, I can probably... There aren't a lot of games that are worth, honestly, even $60. But, like, $70, I'm thinking, like, Witcher 3, Elden Ring, mm. Bloodborne, maybe? 
Like Bloodborne, you're really talking right? cream like, of the crop. I feel like you would pay a hundred dollars for Bloodborne, though. I pro I mean, I probably <laughs> would. I, sight unseen, though, like without having played it beforehand. Right. If you knew what you were getting, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then, I mean, what's crazy sure. though is you look at something like Hollow Knight, which has always been twenty dollars. Yeah, 15. it's like what? What is it's this? Insane. That, is, that is more content than like fifty percent of AAA games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like what? bananas more quality Hollow Knight, absolutely and and when you talk about like indie games hollow Knight definitely feels like a 30 dollar game 20 yeah. 30 dollars maybe and I, somehow I it's like, 15 i feel yeah. like the best the best balance in in the non-triple a market when when you're like okay i want to get something that uh is a little different it's like 30 to 40 dollars it's like that that usually is a tell that has good ratings and you're like okay there's going to be a lot of content here there's something unique uh, and then once you get like twenty dollars and below, outside of some some stragglers, it's the, then it gets into the indie market, like the true yeah. indie market. Yeah, I feel like forty dollars is like the 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 perfect kind of yeah, right a, right a in between. Spot. You're, you're yeah. skirting the line between AAA, but you also have like creativity and ingenuity there as well. <laughs> yeah. Did you play Celeste, Jake? Me? Yeah. It was okay. I, I was a big proponent of it the year it won. I'm sure you're looking you at our Celeste. previous game of the year. I do yeah, like Celeste a lot. <laughs> I'm just wondering like where I don't I don't know what else was on my changed. list this year. Um Celestial would have been my top. Absolutely. I don't think anything would have changed. That's very possible. I don't know what was on it. my list this year. That year rather. Yeah, because uh, it got to semifinals. Alright, I'll go next. Um Aside from just grinding in Destiny recently, which I feel like oh. I have been doing for the past several weeks, uh, we've been playing a lot of raids, and it's been an absolute blast. Some of the best content in Destiny is in raids or dungeons. No, and, like, uh, is. Sorry, is. Yes. It, <laughs> and, and I'm excited to play the most recent one, because I feel like we've recently gone back and played a couple older raids, and you know some of the mechanics aren't quite up to par with some of the newer content. Uh, I am excited to play this new one because I think it's going to be really complicated. I think it's a good um, setting inside the pyramid. I think it's going to be really cool, really complex yeah. puzzles, and just very unique. Um, you know, kind of a, a setting that at least us Destiny 2 players haven't really experienced a lot of. I don't know, Frank, was there any uh, pyramid content in Destiny 1? No, no pyramid content in <laughs> Destiny okay. 1. <clears throat> okay. This is this is brand new. I'm, I'm just ex as excited as you are. Okay, it's good stuff. The only other thing I've been playing is a little uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2, which I mentioned this game the other day. And somebody was like, a longer totally title? a made-up game. It's just made up. Uh, it is not that a made-up game. That game doesn't exist. It totally exists. Isn't uh, that a game on PS2? No, not that I'm aware of. When did this game actually come out? Let me look. Let me look. Hold on. Uh, it came out uh, 2021. What? Made PS2. That up. 2021. I'm looking at it right here. I'm looking at the wiki page. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. random made-up name game from 2021 that's not even going to be, like, in consideration for Game of the Year. <laughs> I just I just pulled, like, a Nelson Mandela effect. Yeah, no, it's uh, it came out in 2021. I don't know. I, th I think I saw somebody, somebody playing it or something. I don't know what happened, but it was oh, just TikTok. stuck in my mind. And I was like, I'm going to go just try out this game, which I've really enjoyed. It is a tactical shooter stealth game. Um, there is kind of this sandbox world you play in, and essentially what you're doing is you're moving in between some traditional like open mission areas where it's very stealthy. You're doing a lot of takedowns or uh, stealth-based maneuvers um, in order to take enemies down to some like concentrated long shot areas where you're just laying down 
And then you're just spending a significant amount of time planning out how you're going to take shots for the 20 to 30 enemies that are in the area. All that time waiting until the lightning strikes over and over. Kind of. The interesting thing is in the game, there's also a set of... So you have contracts, which are the people you need to kill, but you also have like... I can't remember what they call them, but they're basically achievements. And it's very specific things, circumstances that you have to find yourself in in order to get more of the in-game currency to buy like upgrades for your your weapons so you buy a better scope you buy a better you know whatever it's got a stand silencer. you got some gadgets you buy us yeah bipod. sure a silencer yeah all that stuff monopod sure i don't think there's a monopod but there's definitely a bipod you can buy Jump. a little drone hack things you can buy a uh you can buy a, a an automated sniper rifle that you set up and then you can tag things with your drone and have it fire synchronously with you <laughs> like like the division yeah like the division yeah, like the division Sure. I, I didn't really I, hearing about drones, I, I just think of Wildlands would be like, I got three tangos. <laughs> like, <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that in um, four. Tom Clancy, the one before the recent one? Wildlands. 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 The one Frank That's just mentioned. The, the one that I just said. <laughs> that one. The division. And did we mention Wildlands? Oh, he said Wildlands. <laughs> wait, wait. No, Wildlands? I, I said it because the sniper is from the division, Division 2 specifically. The drone. The drone is from Wildlands. <laughs> Tom the Clancy's drone. Ghost Recon Wildlands. So did you sell this concept idea to somebody, Aaron? Did I sell this concept idea to someone? No. Yeah, the not. whole like the the whole thing that you just explained for this fake game. No, no, <laughs> no, no, definitely didn't. Definitely didn't. Uh I really like this game. I don't know why I like this game. Maybe because <laughs> I can just kind of like sit there and plan things out. The one thing that I'll say about this is that the AI is pretty dumb. So it doesn't make it super complicated. I'm playing on the second highest difficulty. I thought about playing the highest one, but it wow. literally takes everything Lame. out of it. I'm and you get break. hit once, you're just instantly dead. And in that game, you're getting shot towards a lot. If More you're not careful. Life, so, I know. Well, if you're getting, know, if know. you're getting shot at as a sniper, then you did your job wrong. It, it also, yeah. I'm pretty sure it takes off the scope uh, adjustments. Like for things like, normally in your scope, you have two things. You have a range adjuster. So you can like adjust the height, like you're looking at the height of a person and you're adjusting the range of the scope. And then it also give you wind speed adjustments. So it'll tell you like how far the wind is moving to the left or the right. You need to move the scope over to actually land the shot. And I'm pretty sure in the hardest of hardest hard versions, it's just a freaking reticle. Good luck. And you're just, yep. you, you got to know what you're aiming for. Actually, actually good. Have, yeah. you, have you played any of the sniper elite games? I have. I have. This is very, very much in that realm. But it it's still has person, like, right? It's first person. It still has that like bullet time, like where it follows the shot and it will like, you know, show somebody's head exploding or their balls getting blown off. Oh, sort yeah. of thing. Is this not, it's not, is it by the same people? It is not by the same people. Really? And this game oh, is built was, on CryEngine too. So it looks really freaking good. Mm. I, I don't know. It's fun to play. It's also rated really well, actually, for being a, you know, 2012 PS1 game. PS2 <laughs> game, I mean. Uh, but anyway. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts too. It's it's good. It's not fine. It's good. I like it. Apparently it's made by the Lords of the Fallen people, so it's gotta be good, right? Oh, it's gotta be good. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Alex, you're up. All right. <laughs> Don't sound too just... enthusiastic there. <laughs> I'm stuck on researching things about Sniper Every... Ghost Warrior Contracts too. Everybody, welcome to Alex's high in... <laughs> High octane power. All right. So Why are you researching things on Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts too? Yeah, Aaron because just told us everything a, there is to know. It's such an <laughs> odd thing to exist. I mean, I it's really not. 
such an odd thing for so. Aaron to be into. Yeah. yeah Why? Hey, he just is. Dude, not... Would you be? Would you be interested in Arma? I think it's like as <laughs> weird as when we out. see Abe playing like pro cycling some uh, manager okay. simulator. All, there is a major difference between somebody <laughs> playing another tactical shooter game that happens to have long range shots and like pause mechanics where you're like really like timing things out and somebody else going from whatever normal games they play to i don't i don't even know how to explain the game the turn-based tactical cycling game it's not it's it's not <laughs> even cycling though it's like a cycling circuit if you look at the screenshots in the gameplay from that game i i don't know what you do in that game i'm not gonna is it lie tactical <laughs> is it turn-based tactical for oh, cycling oh I don't know. That's that one's wild to me. Maybe maybe Abe's not actually playing it. Oh, he oh said God. he is. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, man. We, we brought it up one time and he was like, yeah, man, I love it. It's really good. Like I can just play, you know, if I got to get up and get my kids I just like leave it there. I don't have to they do it. They got anything. pro no cycling manager 2022 now. It came out in June. Oh my gosh, he's going to be playing that for sure. Abe has it on his wish list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christmas Alex. gift. On to you. Um, yeah, I played a game called Severed Steel. Uh, it's really good. It is like a movement-based shooter. It's very short. It's like three hours long. Uh, when I say movement... Back. Yeah, so I played the demo okay. uh, forever ago, and then the game actually came out, and I've had it in my library for like a year. <laughs> Classic. Um, and yeah, so I finally played it. It's like three hours long. When I say movement shooter, I mean like... It's got the wall running and the sliding and like the diving mm. type stuff going the on. The movement part of the movement shooter. You basically are dead if you're ever not moving. Um, and it's set up to like automatic, you automatically dodge bullets if you're doing a stunt. So if you're in a wall run, dive, or slide, you dodge bullets. Oh. And if you shoot people, you get health back. So you're constantly trying to chain stunts together and kill enemies. And it's a really good time. It's got uh, that uh, Hotline Miami where the room setup's always the same and you're slamming your head yeah. against it, trying to kill all the enemies before yeah, they shoot so like you. Yeah, so like if you, you die pretty quick if you're not keeping up and uh, it resets you at the beginning of the level and all the mm -hmm. levels are like a few minutes each, you know. Um, all the weapons have like very limited ammunition, so you're constantly picking up ammo off of, not ammo, you're picking up whole guns off of enemies. And if you run out of a gun, you can like dive past a person and take like their pistol out of their holster and shoot them with it. It's pretty, pretty sick. And then another huge mechanic is slow mo. So your your right trigger or your your right mouse button is not named on sights button. It is a slow mo button. So it's all hip fire, and it feels really good to like dive into a room and headshot three people and then like roll out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All the levels have like kind of unique gimmicks of you have to get to certain locations or destroy certain things. You also about halfway through the game you get an arm cannon. It looks like straight up like Samus's arm cannon, and you can start blowing through terrain with it. Mm -hmm. The entire level is destructible, uh, so that's really fun. You can like create your own pathways, get you know creative with it, and then mm -hmm. it's also used for like there's certain levels where you'll straight up have to burrow through a wall to get to an objective. Does it have like a speedrun leaderboard type thing going on in it? Oh, I'm sure it feels exactly like that would be a thing. <laughs> I don't know for sure if that 
exists, but it feels exactly like that setup for that. While you were describing it, I was like, man, this game sounds really familiar. And then I checked my Steam library and I was like, oh, I've, I own this game and I've played <laughs> this game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I, I, I did. I liked it quite a lot, too. It's a lot of fun. Um, I also have been playing a little bit of Multiverses since that's now out in open beta. Uh, that is the WB version of the Smash Brothers knockoff. Is in so, Warner Brothers? Yeah. Uh-huh. So a while back we got like the Nickelodeon Smash Brothers knockoff with like SpongeBob and all that. We did? Yeah, yeah Nickelodeon All-Stars. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that. I thought it wasn't didn't Sony have one? It was, it was like PlayStation, PlayStation All-Stars. All-Stars. PlayStation All-Stars, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That failed miserably. Mhm. The Nickelodeon one I think did all right for a bit. But also is like a paid thing. This is uh, free to play, actually, F-T-P. which I think will help it succeed. Also, all the <laughs> like actual Smash Brothers pros and, and people that are in that scene seem to think it's good. <laughs> so that will probably help its street cred. And I don't trust any of those people. It's yeah, fine. it's How's um, it right against Brawlhalla. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I don't like Brawlhalla anymore, so better than that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the game's junk at this point. It uh, it's- definitely is like the beginning of Brawlhalla, though, where you feel like a god until everybody who's a casual quits. Mm-hmm. And then once that happens, mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to get a single hit on people. So, you know. It's, um, it's heavily focused on 2v2s, and there are a bunch of, like, everybody has a co op mechanic of some kind like all the heroes so i've been playing rain dog rain dog i don't know where he's from actually <laughs> russell crow rain yeah. dog he's like a reindeer dog i think rain dog um, sure and chad's been playing like whatever he's been switching a bunch but i have a move where i can hit a button and if i'm facing chad it'll like leash like tether him and then if i hit it again it'll pull him to me so he if he's like getting knocked out or uh, if there's somebody off the ledge that he wants to go try to knock out, then I can like make it safe for him to do that or mm-hmm. try to save his life if he's getting, you know, pummeled off the stage or something. Mm. It's pretty cool. I was also playing like Wonder Woman and she has a like a down B that will like teleport her to her ally and like do like a little bit of a burst and an AOE. So you can use that like defensively or offensively. Jazz hands. The player I was playing mostly was uh, Finn from Adventure Time. Uh, mm-hmm. Every time you hit an enemy, they spew out gold, and then you get to grab the gold, and then eventually when you use your quote-unquote power-up, you're buying like uh, more speed for your team. Weird. It's weird. Yeah, you, you can like go into a shop menu for a second, spawns above your head, and get like an, a, a buff for a little bit. It's a bunch of like little unique mechanics for all the, all the characters, which is kind of cool. Another the one is like you list. throw. Oh, go ahead. Was, the character list is ridiculous. The, yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, Arya LeBron Stark, James. Yeah. The Iron Giant. What? The Iron Giant's what is in it. Happening? Yeah. The Iron Giant's Tasmanian just Devil. massive. Like that's his whole Queen, thing. Quinn, Batman. It's just uh, an absurd cast. Iron Giant, Bugs, great movie. Bugs Bunny in there somewhere, I think. Yeah, Bugs Bunny's in there. Yeah. What is up, Doc? Uh, I think the <laughs> leak is that Rick and Morty are coming next. Mm. Uh, like, if Pickle Rick's not in it, I ain't buying it. Yeah. 
Uh, just don't hit the free to play download, yeah. Does the Iron Giant in the game ever say, I go, you stay? <laughs> I don't know. I'm tearing up right now. I'm just thinking about it, guys. There's, <laughs> if there's not a tear jerk well, at the moment. It Woo! also has, in my opinion, which I understand why they're doing it, the annoying mechanic of not having all the characters unlocked. Yeah. Mm, you have to, like, grind. system. Mm. And I'm like, I, I just want to, I just want to try the characters. Like, I just want to try them all. Like, why do I have to play your game for a billion hours to unlock one? Yeah, yeah. Dollar value. It does let yeah, you like test them game. out in the in like the training room. That's so a plus. you can like, I guess before you spend your currency, you can make sure you're gonna like it. That is nice. But yeah, there's there's a handful of characters unlocked at the beginning, and then the rest you have to purchase with in-game currency, or you can buy like their premium currency to unlock things with so far i've been been having a good time with it though chad and i have won like 80 percent of our matches yes so far. sir that number is going to start going down dramatically <laughs> nah we're just yeah. the best players in the world that does make sense yeah yeah no oh cool. the characters also have classes weirdly enough like they're all categorized into there's like tank bruiser assassin Support and mage. Support. What does support? Is it not a free for all? It's two v two. It's a. It's two v two. Does it? I mean, support still feels like it would be really, really bad. I mean, I, the guy I've been playing as support. It's. it's oh, of course, legit. you've been playing as a support. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of like you know. The, so the guy. I guess the reason why he's categorized as a support is because he has the tether thing and can pull people back. He also has another move that. Like puts up a gem and then it'll put like lightning in that spot for a while. And if your ally goes into the lightning, then he gets a buff and he'll be able to like apply shocked to enemies. So there's also like elemental things. Like the the guy he also has like a fireball he can throw. And then when it hits the ground, it creates like a patch of fire. And then if you throw his other like attack through it, it'll catch on fire as it goes through the fire. There's like elemental interactions. There's also ice. You can like freeze people. Mm-hmm. More interesting mechanics. Cool. Uh, let's move on to Caleb. I'm playing a couple of things. Picked up this game called The Tarnishing of Juxtia. Whatever I, that name is. I really need to know if you picked this game up just because it had the word tarnishing in it. And it was just like giving you <laughs> Elden Ring vibes. No, everybody loves a good tarnish. It like and it, it does have a little bit of that flair. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, it also kind of looks like it's going to be a Metroidvania. It does not play like a Metroidvania. It is incredibly linear, which oh. is f- quite disappointing for me. Um, and in general, it kind of just feels like there's just a lot missing from it. Like you find NPCs and bring them back to your camp or whatever. They don't, none of them do anything. None of the ones you find do anything, which seems weird. A weird option to like bring them back and save them if they don't help in any way or give you anything odd mm. there's a lot of areas where you're running through and there's just nothing you're just traveling through wor- the world slowly does it look no good enemies it's pretty yes and no like the landscapes and stuff really pretty pixel art the characters and enemies not so great mm. they're like they're like weirdly 3d animated turned into pixel art if that makes sense and it doesn't look that great mm. Mm. Also, like you, you're you have this spell essentially. You can cast. You have a couple spells you can cast, and 
you basically only ever use the first one they ever give you because all the other ones are terrible. That's kind of disappointing. I mean, I, I haven't gotten them all yet, but I think I've found no useful ones other than they the starting one. Legit give you the best spell in the game right out the gate, and then, then all of the rest it's, of them are just worse. It's not even very good. It's just the best one still. Oh, man. <laughs> I almost never want to use it, but it is still the best of all of them. It's, mm. it's not amazing. I do like quite a few of the boss fights are enjoyable, but I don't know if it's worth playing all the way up to the boss fights because it's just it's just missing a lot of content, I think. Early access, full release. It's not full release. Yeah. So I don't know. Huh. I just wanted an empty world. I guess. A lot of people it's complain deep. I saw in the reviews about uh, input lag, but I haven't experienced really any of that. It does have a slightly odd queuing system for moves, but doesn't seem input laggy. But still, not that great. Really heavy-handed buffering. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, the other thing I've been playing, I've actually been playing with Alex, is Salt and Sacrifice. It is a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary. And I really like the direction they've taken it, actually. It is pretty similar. So definitely got that Metroidvania, Metroidvania vibe. Got the Souls-like combat. It, however, has a new system for all... I want. I don't want to say grinding, but kind of grinding materials. Yeah, where you go on these mage hunts, and you gotta chase down the mage, and he'll keep teleporting around the map, and then you finally box him in and defeat him, and get a whole bunch of resources that you can use to upgrade your weapons and craft better weapons and such. Mm. And uh, I... a lot of weapons have really specific um, abilities attached to them that are similar to the mages you have to beat to get them. So it's kind of fun to test out the different ones and get new materials so you can upgrade them and try them out. I was um, really excited for this game because I really liked the first one. And then when it came out, I was reading reviews on it and I was like the opposite. I was completely turned off because a lot of what people say is like they took the first one, which is like a big Metroidvania map, and they turned it into like a hub and spoke system, which is kind of correct. You have like a your, your hub world base and you like teleport through a portal to different areas and you explore those areas and then also they've taken the normal boss progression and turned it into a grind like uh monster hunter style where you like have to go beat bosses to get components off of them and then use the components to build armor and weapons and i was just like that sounds really awful compared to (laughs) the original but actually it seems like it's working surprisingly well i haven't felt like annoyed by that system yet mm-hmm. i haven't felt the need to like uh overly grind something yet like there's only been a handful of occasions that we've specifically gone back and tried to kill a certain type of boss because we wanted to upgrade something most of the time we're just progressing through the game mm-hmm. and i think the areas for the hub and spoke system are still big enough uh, that you have enough to explore that they're they're interesting yeah and each each spoke still acts like a small metroidvania map on its own with lots of shortcuts and new when you get a new power up you can go back to old ones and find new areas how's the map no map no map no map don't like games that don't have a map (laughs) i just rely on caleb telling me where to go (laughs) makes sense he's like yeah he's like oh there's like a bonfire back here right i'm like i don't know i'm following you (laughs) (laughs) gotta get that internal mapping system i guess 
Mm-hmm. I would have way less of a good time with this game if Caleb wasn't playing with me. <laughs> Called iPhone GPS. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, move on to Chad. Hey, what to do? What to do? What it is? My cat's trying to rip my headphones out right now. Okay, there we go. W h y b p l dog. You know. Wow. <laughs> I just play a little bit of Dest, a little bit of Destiny too. Yeah, a little Dest. And trying to get through a. Uh, Duality solo was something oh else. Gosh, I can't believe you tried and did that. Did, I can't wait, believe did you, you did it on a class other than Titan. Did you hear what happened to me, Caleb? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, so I uh, didn't get told by a certain somebody, probably because he wanted me to suffer. Oh, um, you have to do it in one go? <laughs> I honestly... <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't even think about it. Like, I beat it the same way you did. Not in one sitting. And, and I didn't get upset. the achievement. And then I had to go Google it. And people were like, bunch of freaking morons. Everybody knows when you do a solo dungeon, you got to do it yeah. in one sitting. I'm like, where in the achievement does it say yeah. you have to do this? It doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I started it pretty early throughout the day. And then halfway through the day, I went and, like, got some lunch and built uh, <laughs> built something to hide my cat's litter box, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, came back. And then... There was one, I think you got offline, we were talking about anime or something, you got offline, and then t- I looked at the time that you got offline, it took me like two more hours to beat the final encounter. Mm. Uh, once I beat it, it gave me like the, hey, you beat it with a full team of solar people. Yep. It didn't give me the, the other thing, so I did research on it, and I went to bed kind of angry. And mm. then yeah. I woke up the next day, and I was like, cracks and knuckles, let's go. And then I went right <laughs> back into it, and beat it in two and a half hours. It's oh so weird that it, it gives you the achievement for the solar one. So it like yeah. does know it counts that you've done it. Yep. But it just doesn't count well, for solo. It's also weird that it gives you the achievement for the solar one because it specifically says uh, finish with team. a full fire team. It also, yeah. Chad, you got the same achievement for finishing with a full fire team of the same class. When yeah. You got that. Which, again... I guess if you count that as a full fire team, but that's kind of weird because normally a full fire team on a dungeon is three, not one person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I did that, and uh, I've also been uh, kind of exploring the Solstice event and then getting the different pieces of armor and then like using the ghost to manipulate which attribute I'm going to get and then like finaling out to where I can actually get like 20. I think I'm having like per piece like 22 resilience or 22 mobility and then 20 uh of the other it's yeah. really nice so i have like 100 resilience and like 84 mobile right now It'd be really nice when you get to 200s yeah. Really nice. yeah oh yeah yeah so um yeah so I, i've also master worked three pieces of gear and i have a token like waiting to be used but i need to get the prisms before i do that so i'm i'm almost there with uh, the grind, four pieces of, of uh, masterwork, <laughs> masterwork. Yeah, grind. The, the raids have been the, the raids have been fun. I like that you know Aaron's been looking up the guides for us so that we're actually <laughs> able to like get through them pretty smoothly. So, yeah, yeah, I don't want to you know I don't want us to have to suffer through it. So I figured <laughs> I'll just go ahead and look them up from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, I've been playing. I mean, the, the the biggest grind I was doing before this was Neon White, where I was trying to go through and platinum every level, and then I kept getting stuck on a level and being like, well, I could probably get top 10 in the world, and then I'd get to, like, top 30 or 40 or something, and I'd be like, I can still do it, though. And then I'd just, like, look at the time and be like, how did four to five hours just go by? Be playing the same <laughs> level yep. over and over again. Holy crap. 
That's just playing Neon White, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same 13-second loop over <laughs> and over again for four hours. Straight, you just don't time. notice it. It's just like most techno music. You'd be all right. And then, <laughs> and then your shoulder blades and your arms and everything just starts to get you, you know be inflamed and in pain. And you're like, why am I really this tense? And then you start realizing that every time you get close to the flag, you actually lean towards your computer screen yeah. a little bit because you're like, come on. That's what that's what I was doing in duality when I was getting blown up in the air by the bell keepers. And I'm like trying to float back to the platform. I'm like leaning way forward. Like that's gonna help me somehow. Uh, well, duality got super easy after I put Assassin's Cow on, where every time I used my melee and or finisher, I would go invisible. So I was just yeah. I was just literally using my melee, throwing my knives at every single scion that walked by, and I was just invisible for the entire duration. There were a couple times where they didn't die, and I'd be like, what the heck? And then I would just sit there <laughs> just using my uh what is it? The um when you dodge and you're you get the uh not the resilience with the recovery yeah. on or whatever oh last c restoration, last restoration. yeah last that. C restoration. so I, I have that and then also um the finishers would make me go invisible so in the final room what would happen is if i missed my knives i would just literally get it down to a science of like three bullets assassinate a scion <laughs> three bullets and i would like watch the timer and i would just wait for my knives to come back and then i'd be like all right now i can actually proceed <laughs> Wow, so you basically played the encounters without really having to interact much with just, like, ads firing you. Oh, yeah. The biggest huh. problem was guessing which uh, bell the guy was going towards, being able to kill the two guys before he got there, and I mm -hmm. had to use uh, Gallahorn to do that, and or I had to get really good at shooting one time with a glaive and then throwing one knife, and then my knife would reset, shoot one time with a glaive, and then uh, throw a knife. But the way you do it is that you can't, you can't throw the knives with the glaive out so you basically Correct. had to shoot with the glaive, switch to your primary weapon, throw the knives, switch back to your glaive, shoot with the glaive, oh. and you had to do that really fast and make sure you didn't miss, and then you had to make sure that you like baited out a stomp from the guy to where he didn't actually get to the bell and change it and like make you go back into the other realm. And then the most frustrating thing that happened to me was I was almost finished with it, and then it transferred me to the red room. And instantly killed me. The nightmare consumed me. Like as soon as I got over there, and I was like, "What happened?" So I like researched it, and I was like, "Yeah, don't st don't stand near the bells." And I was like, "I was standing near the bell. That's yeah. not good." I tried to explain that at <laughs> one point. We were on the second encounter that if you shoot a different bell and you're standing in the, a different circle for the uh, like you're shooting a bell far away from you and you're standing in the circle of a bell that's next to you, it'll just kill you. Yeah, I think that's just the way the mechanics are built, but so that rarely weird. happens unless. Yeah. You're in a room with multiple bells, which just so happens mm -hmm. to be like the two major encounters. Yeah. yeah. Man, that freaking also, glaive not letting you use your power melee is so freaking annoying. That's yeah. so true. It's so actually really weird. I never thought about it, but the, especially with like introducing it with the expansion that gives you unique melee abilities. Yeah. Yeah. And then they in introduce a new weapon that takes away your melee ability. It's so dumb. I don't understand. I mean... That's kind of always been the case, though, because swords, you don't have a melee ability when you're running around with a sword out. Yep. True. So, you don't, you can't it's not like this what is the new. melee do? Does it just swing the sword it, like a left click does? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just like does well, a regular that's attack. Dumb. <laughs> that's so it, dumb. That's, that's why I always wished that once they ported it to PC, that they would have a dedicated like melee ability button and then just yeah. a melee, like a bash. Just bash. Mm -hmm. It'd be like, no, I don't want to. 
I don't want to waste it on this guy, but I have no bullets <laughs> left. I don't want to use my shotgun. I just want to like slap this guy. Yeah, you, you can, can do that. A dedicated power melee and a dedicated regular melee, but it doesn't matter when you have glaive out. Both of them or use sword. The glaive melee or sword. Or sword. Yeah, yeah. It actually did introduce that that input on PC. Hmm. Junk. I don't. So dumb. Frank, let's move on to you. Frankie. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, <laughs> uh, haven't really been playing a lot of games lately. Uh, but I decided to kind of stamp out some of the some of the ones that we've been playing. Obviously, a little bit of Destiny, but talked about that ad nauseum. Raids are mm -hmm. always a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite is uh, is a game that is essentially it's a, a it's a game <laughs> horde horde based uh, levels, very Left for Dead, very World War Z, Back for Blood, whatever you want to call it. Um, with different, but it's very odd, very, very odd. I feel, I feel like the reason why I really like this game is because I am a very big fan of the film Aliens mm. uh, and all of the like prop work and everything that, that went into it. So it, when like the M41A pulse rifle starts shooting and I, I get all giddy, I'm like, oh, <laughs> and, and Alex, is, Alex and Caleb are like sitting over there like, wow. Why does this main gun sound like crap? <laughs> and I was like, oh, but it's it's pretty neat. Uh, the big reason why I brought it up is because they just introduced uh, cross-platform play uh, for the game, as well as they just released. Uh, they had a big update where it was uh, there's a prestige mode added now. There's a slew of new weaponry that came out. Um, no new classes, anything like that. But it it if you're looking for a uh especially in the higher difficulties challenging uh wave based kind of horde shoot 'em up, whatever you want to call them. Uh I'd recommend that game. That game's fun. Uh but the big one that I that I really got into that really hooked me, first game that's hooked me in like a really long time is a game called War Tales. Um it's from uh, developers by the name of Shiro Games. They've made they've made a lot of other stuff uh, like Dune Spice Wars, uh, Game Cade, uh, Darksburg, Northgard, and a slew of other ones that I've seen. I've some of those. Yeah, hopping around on on uh, the Steam Workshop, seeing good reviews against them. Uh, but War Tales sucked me in because it was tactical turn-based open-world RPG. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm in. <laughs> um, and uh, I played it, and I realized it, it was one of those games where I was so engrossed in it that I never looked at what time it was. <clears throat> and for me, I am always looking at what time it is. You know, I always got my watch, got my... Uh, you know, clock down in the corner. I got my clock up by my desk. I got clocks all over the place. <laughs> but it would literally be like six hours goes by, and I'm like, I'm like, bah, what? What happened? Okay, let's go. Let's let's just get one more fight in. <laughs> uh, but it it's really unique it, where it breaks up a lot of the gameplay. Uh, it's it's a lot of not necessarily rock paper scissors. But there are very dedicated classes who are uh, good at one particular thing. Um, 
not necessarily that it that it trumps another uh but it also has weapon abilities i mean it checks like all my boxes uh interactive map that you can you know label yourself always love games that have maps that you can just add labels to yourself yeah uh to go back to like oh there's a locked chest here i couldn't open it i'm gonna add a marker here i'll come back to it eventually uh the overall like camp and food system is really cool the the game is just built all around like probably eight or nine different systems that you're constantly having to balance with so it really breaks up the the gameplay uh so you're not just always doing turn-based combat you get out of combat okay now i have to worry about paying all my people there's no party size limit the only party size limit is that at the end of every three days in the game you have to pay everybody and the higher level they are, the more expensive they are. And so, you know, I'm, I, I found like the, the balance to be right around eight, maybe nine. Uh, but now it's starting to get too expensive because they're all starting to <laughs> level up. You know, it's got the permadeath. You have to worry about food uh, every day. Every so often you need to, you need to rest. And Damn. during rest, everybody has, yeah, I know. Everybody has like roles within the camp crafting like there's just even the crafting system is interactable it's like a mini game like if you do really good at at clicking the points at the right time you get better damage and and uh stats for your weapons so it's like just non-stop uh i highly recommend it if you're a uh tackled tactical turn-based uh fan it seems really up my alley i just haven't gotten to it yet yeah it's very good they recently added co-op to it too didn't they? They what? That's exciting. Recently added co-op, he said. That's hardcore. Um, and then the last one that I wanted to bring up again uh, is Hell Let Loose. They recently had a free weekend this past weekend. Yeah, I wanted to play that with you. Well, I didn't play it this weekend. I, mm, I ended up playing see. it like one or two nights ago. Ended up having a, a real busy weekend. A whole bunch of work parties and, and stuff like that. But Oh, so busy at work parties. So I was busy getting also drunk. a raid. Oh yeah, and a raid. Wait, we raided? Yeah, we did. That's right. <laughs> Listen, man, it's it's like past four weeks has just been buck wild. All right, I've been to like four different states, five different states. Nuts. Uh, but hell let loose. So uh, I'm not gonna go over you know all the all the stuff on hell let loose. It's fifty on fifty. Uh, very battlefield squad s game. But since since the free weekend, it seems to have sucked in a very, which is really good for the developers. It seems like they made a really good sales pitch with this free weekend because there are a lot of new people playing it. And I've gone from being like the guy who's like, I have no idea what I'm doing to to being like the grizzled veteran on the team. <laughs> And it's and it's just like fucked up. I I I really just wanted to tell this this one experience that I had where. There, there was all these new players on on my squad. Even the squad leader didn't even know what was going on. And so I'm just in there. I didn't want to be like the, the armchair sergeant, just being like, oh, this is what we should do. We should do this. We should do that. Oh, this is how you do that. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It was just kind of letting everyone do their own thing. I was just a medic. But like all these people were just getting so into it. And, and I think that's the key to like Hell Let Loose is getting yourself into that mindset 
of just being like, it's not about kills. It's really just about the experience, like just the experience of playing the game, getting into a like totally crazy situation with all the good sound design and coming out alive. Uh, but the the biggest thing was was that our uh, our machine gunner was a, a gentleman by the name of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've heard of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so the the entire time. He's just he's just like, oh, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do all that. And every time we're like taking over a point, it was like, Donnie, you're going to make this point great again. You know, all the, all that stuff. A uh, lot of a lot of really bad um, jokes about about Donnie, but also <laughs> like teaching all these people and then literally seeing them grow over the span of a two hour match uh, was also a really neat thing to see. Where it's like most people, when it comes to these kind of complex, complex kind of uh, games, or there's lots of different systems, most people get their experience either through YouTube, watching YouTube videos of professionals that have like you know thousands of hours in the video game, and and they're like, yeah, this is what they always do. They always have foreign accents, but that's cool. And but just being able to say, yeah, oh, yeah, like, do this. Just, uh, like, telling the squad leader, being like, it really helps when you mark on the map where you want us to go and what you want us to do. And it's like, okay. So, uh, really like to to get a, a good squad together. I'd love to get, like, two squads together. Either that <laughs> or a squad and a tank crew. Are then you, we can be... Tank crew? I'm, I'm already sold on you to me how to play this game. Like, I was so <laughs> hoping that I would be able to play with you during the free weekend because I, I want to pick it up, but I need to learn. I need somebody to be like, all right, dumbass, this is how you do it. I, I need there, that. There, there, like, there is no way of doing it. Like, like, just being in a squad, unless you're a squad leader, the way of doing, doing it is just like, if you see a field, don't run through it because you're just going to get shot. Just like in real life, yeah, I mean, crawl it, across it, the field. I mean, you can. That works. <laughs> Takes a fucking minute, but I mean, yeah, done that. Been there, done that. Uh, so, um, hell let loose. Highly recommend it if you want to have a cinematic video game experience that's solely uh, multiplayer. Let's move on and talk a little bit about some things in the game section, starting off with a game that multiple people from this group played, uh, one of our group games, um, I guess not group games, but grouping of a game together because multiple people played and want to discuss. That oh, is Stray. <laughs> do we have that trademarked? We do. Grouping <laughs> of smart. games together. All Gs. Yeah. Three Gs. Together. Great. Yeah. G-O-G-G. Grouping of games together. Uh, did did anyone else enjoy being a cat? Because I loved being a cat. That game was fucking awesome. Stray's good. Stray's yeah. a good game. Yeah. I enjoyed it pretty well. Very I'm much. I'm sorry. I wait, was wait, worried. Ba- Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, just, just for the record, Alex and I agree with each other that yeah. there is a good game. <laughs> that I was never worried happens. when I saw trailers for this that it was going to be basically just a stealth game. Almost the entirety of it. But that is not the case, it turns out. It very much plays like just a normal like adventure style game, yeah. I guess. I was gonna say, is there even a stealth section? There is. There's, There's a few a towards section. the end. Yeah. When you I avoid don't, like the um, drones. Oh, when you avoid the drones, very, right, right, right. Like, I forgot about that. 
it is journey I, or, I would agree um, it's very like that style journey or um abzu something like that abzu. yeah thank yeah. you yeah where you're just kind of kind of finding your way through the game solving some people's issues along the way it's got some elements of traditional adventure like point and click adventure games where you're like talking to a bunch of people and collecting items and then showing the item to every person to see what they do about it it doesn't find, like the, the person click where you have no idea what you're supposed to do with the item mm, yeah for the most part you have a good idea <laughs> yeah um and then like the bulk of the game is just moving around like a cat like mm-hmm. i've got a really good movement system mm-hmm. meowing at people I loved meowing at people. I love. Is there, there, was, is there a meow button? There's, there's a, meow a button. dedicated meow you can, button. Nice. You can use it during cutscenes. Yep. Nice. Excellent. Okay, that's actually okay. pretty good. I didn't yeah. know that you could yeah. use it during cutscenes, and now I'm sad I never did that. Yeah, Somebody already made like... it into the Jason mod. Made a Jason mod for it. Ah. Oh, yes. oh, you could just say Jason over and over. <laughs> oh Man, no! I didn't, I didn't actually know anyone but me played heavy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's just it, but I'm even mean. Oh, yeah. Okay, there it is. I, I've there played Evian though. Okay, Jason. Nice. Jason. <laughs> it's like the best part of Jason. that game. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Jason. <laughs> the real love. Uh, it's got like really, really cool environments. I think. Yeah. Uh, the world. I was very impressed with them. Yeah. And the world building is pretty good. Uh, environmental it's a storytelling, world, right? It's yeah. It's kind of like yeah. Post cyberpunk, Blade Runner ish. No, it's, it's because it's like after all the humans are More gone. Apocalyptic. Yeah, it's uh, cyberpunk, but like after the end of everything. Yeah. Oh. So it's just robots like living out their lives because they don't know what to do anymore because the humans are all gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good uh, companion story. You got a little guy who follows along with you and interacts with you a bunch. And the story's pretty pretty decent throughout. Pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it seems like you went back and like actually collected additional stuff after finishing it. I so yeah, there's a good, there's a good and a bad to that. I'm I'm trying to get all the achievements for it because they most of them don't seem that bad. Oh. Hmm. But there's one hidden achievement that is so obnoxious and irritating. I haven't Wait. gotten it yet. Okay. Is it as obnoxious as the one yeah. we have to go to every city and play the level <laughs> in that city? Well, it's not that obnoxious. Yeah, okay. it's worse than that. <laughs> I don't know. There's uh, there's a sequence early in the game where it's almost a chase sequence where you're running from a bunch of uh, enemies that are trying to leap at you and grab you. Mm-hmm. And there's a hidden achievement for getting all the way through that without being grabbed by a single one. Oh. And there's so much RNG to how they move and how they jump. Yeah, that it is just first so try. frustrating. So fr- I've been trying it for like two hours already. Wow! You can speed Sounds... you can speed run the game in an hour and a half, and I've been for two hours trying to beat this one achievement on it. I was about to say, isn't there a speed run achievement? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I did I that one. You can beat the game in like an hour and a half. Which wow, is good job. Easy. I, I don't know why it gave it to me because I definitely all like my run lasted five hours or something, but because for some reason like i i read one of the levels to find the collectibles that i missed and it for some reason restarted my timing from that point so then i only had like one other thing to do after that and i already i was speed running through that level because i already beat it that's why i went back (laughs) and so i was like oh this is weird thanks i guess ridiculous man yeah 
That one achievement, God, is so annoying. All oh, the other yeah. ones are reasonable, but this RNG one achievement is never fun to be yeah. part of your like achievement getting. Right? There's there's basically no strategy. Your strategy is you zigzag a bunch, and you hope nothing lands on you. Yeah, you <laughs> pray. And so far, I have not succeeded. Weird. Really annoying. How do you not? But the game is like, good. Game's Steam's fun. not showing me you have the die nine times achievement. I don't have that one. Because he's fucking good, dude. I wanted that to be the last achievement I got. Oh, wow. Every time one grabs me, I just restart the checkpoint. Okay, wow. I don't let him kill me. (laughs) Wow. You're so ridiculous. (laughs) That achievement's really easy. Dying nine times, easiest achievement in the game. Come on. You should have just left it. I didn't get it. I just have never died. Yeah, I don't know. I keep trying. I'm too good. You can die. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get that die nine times before the end of the it's, game It's, twice, it's so. hard to die in that game, but I think you can, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you can, otherwise that achievement sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, come on, kill me! You're, Take you're tense me! To death, you just don't come back. That's it. Right? Yeah, it uninstalls the game. That's it. <laughs> I'd love that. That's great. <laughs> Would be funny. Easily doable. Because I didn't even get the achievement, so... <laughs> okay, let's uh, turn our attention real quick to Ubisoft. Oh uh, yeah, three point three percent shares falling. Ubisoft. <clears throat> Ubisoft. Yeah, U- dude. Ubisoft. So I know, I know. We talked a little bit about the. It's weird. I feel like the biggest story was Roller Champions, even though that was like that's like the smallest game. <laughs> that I've heard Ubisoft things about. Basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Roller Champions is a game we've actually talked about on this cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a little roller derby game, which are hot right now for some reason. <laughs> uh, but the rumor was Ubisoft was going to pull the plug on it, and then Ubisoft was like, "No, no, no." So like, <laughs> they probably will. Uh, but officially, no. Officially, no. But not only that, they canceled a bunch of other games. They had uh, Ghost Recon Frontline, which was a battle royale, which is really it's really a shame because I feel like they really had a chance to jump in while the iron was like (laughs) ice cold on the battle royale. You know what I mean? Like everyone already has five battle royales. Uh, So good job there. They already had a battle royale, too. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, man. It's they're not really, happening. They really want this so, VR thing to succeed at their company, huh? <laughs> I think at this point they might want anything to succeed at their company. Got him. Take Bar- that. He's got a point thing for sure. Uh, they canceled Splinter Cell VR, which mm. I don't know. Were, were people interested in that game? I don't know. Probably. I didn't know that was going to be a I, thing. I, I, yeah, I would I didn't love either. to be Michael Ironside from a first-person perspective. <laughs> There's a fairly large group of people that have, have been like, where's the next Splinter Cell at? Hmm. Listen, what guys. Listen, guys. It's not Assassin's Creed. It's not multiplayer. Get it out of here. Ubisoft <laughs> don't want it. This game uh, is not, by, not made by a multicultural team. <laughs> I think this is the one I think people are going to be most upset about. Their Avatar game got delayed. Oh, okay. No. So when, when Wait, you say which, when, when you, yeah, when you which say, one? Oh, the the good one, you know, the blue people. The blue people one. Oh, yeah. okay. oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. so the one everyone hoping, cares about. Yeah, if you were hoping to play the game when the next movie came out that everyone's going to see because it's going to be so good, yeah, you're not yeah. going to be able to play the game yet because they delayed it. Okay. It's also Wasn't important that? to note that the delay is not like, you know, a normal delay. It was supposed to come out this year and they're like, mm-hmm. 
2023 or 2024 and they got a quote from the ceo and he's like well we want to make avatar a video game industry brand it's important for us that we come with something that's perfect okay (laughs) guy all right sure avatar battle royale let's do it (laughs) just honestly that that would be a good setting i mean would it something maybe maybe that's why they canceled ghost freak on frontline it's just gonna be on i think they could do avatar but it's an arc clone yeah there you go yeah there's just people walking around on an island and then they just randomly poop (laughs) there was that arc battle royale that i played like maybe 12 rounds of never figured out the concept of it and then gave up that was a neat concept but then there was like you have to do this progression, otherwise you lose. Yeah. Sort of situation. If you what? wasted any actions per minute, then you you were dead. It was like <laughs> everybody started at the central disc, and then everybody jumped off onto this island, and you played Ark and tried to survive. Mm. So, like, you had to go rush as fast as possible to pick up a rock and start hitting trees to make a spear. Jesus. And then... <laughs> it was weird. It was definitely that was weird. weird. That was yeah. a weird kinda game. Kind of sounds like Rust. Yeah, rust, but if it was like way shorter, uh huh. Oh, god, like Man. a battle royale length round. How we many Russians played, were there? We we have played so many. so many different battle royale games, it's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I blocked that one out of my mind until just now. So, well, that reminded me of do you remember the culling? I, I tried culling, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played the shit out of that. People uh, enjoyed that game, and that was probably the worst VR to ever hit the shelves. <laughs> Radical I, Heights was better than that. I, I just wow. loved setting up all of like Radical the wire Heights, traps, huh? and then people just running straight through them and getting killed, and I was like, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Honestly, SOS was better than The Culling, okay? <laughs> Speaking of delays, Radical let's Heights talk about... Bosky Productions. Let's talk about the KOTOR remake. How bad it was. Um, yeah, and it's indefinite delay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, very sad I mean yeah let me tell you let it let it die the very first <laughs> thing I thought of when I read this was somebody found out Owen was streaming <laughs> this game no. and they wanted to spare the world from him doing it again <laughs> oh wow. my gosh what's wrong wow. with you that's so mean that oh is, my uh, god and then I was like that, that, so that joke's up. too mean to put in the discord <laughs> so I just didn't <laughs> Yeah, so, so did you, you say it on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Live. God. I felt right now. What's wrong with you? Oh, I mean, I know I only have Tim watching, but fucking hell, that's a bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, it's a. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a lot of people that are bummed about it, and I would love to see. Uh, Kotor at least modernized to make the uh, graphics less of a headache to watch and the gameplay uh, a lot smoother and less kind of blocky and uh, very buggy as it currently is on the replays that I've been doing. Um, I think they need to Mass Effect 1 it where they like update the gameplay a little bit. I mean, yeah, they're definitely they can't just to... remake it. Yeah, they need to redo a lot of the gameplay in my opinion because like it's really bad when you're like, okay, here's all of these cool abilities, and then half the time your AIs know to use the cool abilities, and then the other half of the time they're just doing like 
basic fire or basic stabbing. And I'm like, why did I get you all of these cool abilities if you're not going <laughs> to use them at least a little bit? Um, so, yeah, I think that they definitely need to kind of go through that and update that. Um, and, like, you know, make sure that things aren't still in a square aspect ratio. It's like, there's yeah. there's just a couple of things that need to be kind of touched up so people can uh people can go back and enjoy it i think um so i'd like to see that but also i don't know like the the at least all the articles that i read were saying how it was just uh the current developers are indefinitely not doing it and they said that their parent company might or they might outsource it to somebody else China. like there is there is there is still possibilities that it's going to happen it's just that they themselves were no longer going to work on it because uh, apparently the demo that they had that they made uh, sucked and nobody liked it. Um, which I mean, that's unfortunate. That's probably a bad yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not like, great. It, that's not great that you guys did that bad of a uh, thing, but also. You know, there are other people that apparently have been already tapped to work on this. So I'm sure they will pick up the pace and they will do fine. Um, this one's going to tank. I hope so. I hope so. so yeah. That was a monotone fine. Okay. I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to and there was no sigh that. there. That was. <laughs> um, it, just, it doesn't seem like this should be a tough nut to crack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There turn, like there's games like this already, like recent ones. You already have the script. Like, just just put the pieces together. I gave you all right. the clues. No, the pieces don't even need to be put together. They're they're there. You just they're gotta kind of. You you just need to you know file Glance them a little at bit. Them, yeah. <laughs> like like you just need to work them a little bit to make them you know fit just a little bit more nicer together. Which means that if that's the case, we're never gonna actually get a new unique property in the Star Wars universe that has similar gameplay to Kotor. Which is something that I would much rather see than a remake. Yeah. Un unless they're just trying to, sure. you know, cut the cut their teeth on this remake to try and understand the concepts, and then be like, all right, let, let's get something with like solid writing in here. We're gonna we're gonna go out there. We're gonna make this new thing. That's probably not gonna be the case. But I would I would love love to play some like I don't know Knights of like the New Republic or something. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be there's, pretty solid. There's so many slam dunk star wars games that they could do easily and somehow they did two battlefronts and i don't know <laughs> <laughs> not one two battlefronts honestly i'm just glad we're actually getting a sequel because we hang on before i say this they're making a sequel to fallen jedi time yeah it's got a very bad title in my defense but that game was actually fun oh yeah man it's a good yeah. game that was a good game, and they have they 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 even showed the trailer for the sequel that they're building on it. So there's things in Jedi tank. Survivor. That, yeah. yeah, there's things yeah. in a tank. It's a very big uh, kind of Star Wars thing lately. Lots of I mean, lots we of talk about creatures thirteen thirteen pretty often. Mm -hmm. Actually, oh, I was yeah. watching um I was watching Clone Wars, and they go to thirteen twelve, and they go to thirteen fifteen in one episode, and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. I, I know exactly 13, that episode 13, that. because I kept waiting for it. I kept like <laughs> waiting for them to be like, and here you go. But yeah, I mean, there was the visceral one that got canceled because they closed that studio. 
Amy Hennig <laughs> got screwed. Okay, one last thing in games before we hop out, uh, which is near Automata. Hey, you have mean, you seen automata? the stuff that's whatever? Sure, yeah, Automata. I automata. I think I've seen what you're talking about. I saw okay. him. People are freaking the... losing their minds, dude. Yeah. Is it the, the door? Yeah, it's yeah. the door. What's the door? Uh, Apparently, there in fake. what's it called? Copied city? Is that what the area is called in the game? Yeah. There's it's a the, door. Like, white city. That somebody recorded from their freaking phone of them playing the game and, and walking through a secret door, finding a secret boss, opening a chest at this point of some sorts. And people are just losing their mind because, of course, it's like... There's like a whole cutscene in there. It's like the people who go on Reddit and they're like, hey, I look what I found underneath my floorboards in this back closet of this house that I bought that was built in 1837. It's a <laughs> safe. And then they never, ever come back. They just drop and leave. That's it. People are speculating that it was... Oh, the dev who made it was pissed that nobody found it, and so they finally mm, just released yeah. it. Yeah, I think they said like a while back. They said there's still one secret that nobody had found. Yeah, but I thought the dev in that point had posted a or had tweeted like three years, ten months, some amount of days, meaning that's how long it had been when they finally found the last secret, and that's been a while. Yeah, I thought they had found one around the same time that all happened. Mm -hmm. This, oh, the guy dropped the video of it and then no one has been able to replicate it hmm. so, i don't know seems a little sus yeah mm -hmm. news. That was, was it just it fake me. yeah i mean it feels feels Aaron, fake. did you ever watch um jacob geller's video about finding the last secret of Shadow yes. the colossus yeah that's yeah, what that it sounds too. like a little bit it, it's just mm. like it feels like something where people are like there's gotta be something i mean it's a little different because someone did post something and was like no there's definitely something yeah no but, actually if you watch any Jacob Geller videos, that one is phenomenal. It is. It's yeah. it's actually one of the first ones. I didn't know who he was when I watched it. And I was like, wow, mm -hmm. that was really good. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's incredible. I love his stuff. Oh, we talk about him like every podcast. <laughs> we really <laughs> do. That yeah, one good. Wasn't <laughs> well, it that him. there actually was no secret in that one? Not the his, outcome. His thing as is. As far as they can tell. His thing is that. People have just like they've spent so long making a community of people trying to find the secret that that is the last secret of the game. That the real secret is the friends they made. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, like, that's the kind I of thought idea in the remake they like saying. put something there to, as like a homage to the people trying to find it for so long. Um, that does. I haven't watched that video in a long time, but that does ring a bell. Okay. Um. Anyways, yeah. No, I, I secret hunters and people who like glitch hunt for speed running craziest people <laughs> in the universe they are. They are. that all right a couple things in news realm first of all first of all first of all first of all first pokemon first of all 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 yeah so i they just announced this this morning <laughs> and i thought this was actually like a really neat and fun thing so uh the pokemon tcg <laughs> is putting <laughs> out uh basically a bag of like the small boosters of the card game but not like uh you know like your normal size like probably like limited like four or five cards to give out on halloween <laughs> so it's supposed to be kind of like a halloween thing of just being like hey you know like yeah you can do candies and stuff but you also here's this thing which on the one hand fuck you for not giving me candy that's why i'm here <laughs> but on the other hand I think is incredibly genius of a way of, of being like, hey, here's a thing. Here's our product. 
you know, we're giving it's it's uh apparently like seated to have like ghastlies and haunters, and so there's gonna be like ghosts or uh Pokemon or like you know like uh, uh you know like Pokemon with like in 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 uh Halloween costumes and stuff like that, and so I was like, this feels like they took an idea from Pokemon Go of like a Halloween event, and then they monetized it and put it into like a like a, a thing to give out. And I was like, I like this. Honestly speaking, I thought this was such a neat idea to do something different. And if I actually like had trick or treaters or cared, uh, this would be something that I feel like I would do of like okay. buy a bag of this and put it in a bowl and just be like, here, you know, like grab your Pokemon cards. Like, I just feel like that's like such a neat and fun idea to do something a little different, but still something that I feel like kids would probably enjoy. Look, I know <laughs> you, you would be upset about the lack of candy, but personally, personally, if I were to go trick or treating, like looking back, I would have been way better off if I'd have gotten Pokemon cards versus candy. Mm -hmm. I would have spent way less on my dental bills over the past like 25 years. You'd have been pissed though. You were never into Pokemon ever. That's, I, that's I, the I problem, right? I might have been into Pokemon at that point though. You know what I mean? What are like, these devil's creatures? <laughs> I, give me, give me Hershey bar, you bastard! Yeah, oh man, bar. yeah. I mean, that's that's really the problem, right? Is you buy this thing of Pokemon cards, and then like little Timmy down the street, you know, he doesn't play Pokemon. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about this. Everyone right. likes candy. Though. Well, no, it, it, like I, I can guarantee you, guarantee you, we're gonna get to the end of this whole thing, which you know, it's it, it's a great, great, you know, like marketing campaign. It's also a good thing to y'all, oh, yeah, the healthy thing, giving kids like something that they can deal with. But at the end of this, we are gonna get the news story where it's like child chokes on Pokemon cards. <laughs> Pokemon oh, cards. No. Assuming it's candy. because because they're like, oh, it's candy, and I'm like, well, then that kid should have died. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I I liked the 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 marketing for it is uh, uh trick or trade, and I was like, oh, oh man, oh. you you know that there are gonna be some fights of just being like, yo, I'll give you four Hershey bars and a Reese for that Charizard. <laughs> you oh, know? Hell no. Like you know that's going down. Listen, I used to dominate the playground with my Pokemon cards, but uh, let let me tell you something is. I, I only dealt within that game. It, it, it was like playing. It was like playing oh, the, the stock market. It's all isolated within itself. We did Beyblades when I was a kid. Uh, oh my well, god! Hey, hell yeah, we hit some What? You're like the only group I've ever heard of using Beyblades. Yo, yeah, we hit the, everybody. There'd be like one kid that would bring like the arena. Everybody had their own Beyblade. Oh yeah. It'd be like wow. in the gym in the corner. Pink Dude, slip it. Letting it rip. Yo, I will take your Beyblade. Did you, did you do the song every time you did it? Beyblade, Beyblade, <laughs> let it rip. Yeah. That's all I know about Beyblades. No. There's just like one kid in the corner going, It's Beyblades. <laughs> I wonder, like, whatever happened to Digimon? Uh, actually, just I had a very successful, like, game that just came out. All I know is that Digimon, Digital yeah. Monsters, <laughs> Digimon are the champions. That's all I know. Digimon, Digital Monsters. <laughs> I had that one kid that like turned into an angel. That wasn't a kid; it was a Digimon. Okay, it was that one that tiny kid's Digimon that turned into an angel. Digimon was fucked up. You mean Angelmon? Angelmon. It's a good name. I think, that, I think that's actually literally it. It is actually Angelmon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just shot yeah, in the dark. Digimon's so, yeah. so stupid. Yeah, Digimon was really fucking stupid. Oh, he turns into an angel. What do we call him? 
Angel, Angel Man. I, I really liked. Did anybody watch? I know we're going on a, a sequitur here, but like, did anybody watch the Mega Man cartoon show? Uh, not no. the one from like the eighties, but the one where also, it was no. all all digital, <laughs> where they had the chips that no. they would like slot into their little RC car remotes. They released no a whole bunch of Game about. Boy Advance games. They were actually like wicked tight. Um, man, yeah, I, I was gonna say I know the game. I know of this because of the Game Boy Advance games, like of, of playing those. Yeah. yeah. Man, but it, it was one of those things where, like, you see Pokemon. It, it was very actually was the exact same feeling of like watching Pokemon and being like, "Wow, why can't my Pikachu do that?" Instead of just like sitting in a menu and then he just goes like, Ugh! and then like thunder comes down from the sky, being like, "Well, that was lame." I'm having so many like memories come up about Digimon now. I think I was like really into Digimon as a kid, and yeah, I, I, I thought it was were. like the thinking man's Pokemon because the Digimon spoke. <laughs> um, of course, instead of just saying their name. The thinking man's the renaissance of Digimon. Freaking the Digimon man. were better because they could actually talk instead of just saying their name over and over again. And I was like, man, this is so much better than that See, lame that, Pokemon. That, that's the reason why Got Pokemon em. show started to go downhill because they started just phoning in the Pokemon names. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like there, there's a Pokemon just called. Pine cone, <laughs> and, and he's a pine cone, and he just hops up and down. And he's like, Pine out. It was like, Are you fucking kidding me? A man got paid money to do this. <laughs> oh, they got like so many generations now, dude. So there's only so there's... many Pokemon they can think of. I know, I just... there's, there's like an ice cream cone Pokemon. What the Here's fuck is the thing. that? You realize Gen 1 had a Pokemon that was just some eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was <laughs> one of the first Polygon. ones I come up with. And one of What's another that? one was just a Pokeball but bigger. <laughs> what you got like, against Electro? There's two of them. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Electrode the new ones and Voltorb. are dumb. But they were dumb before too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like they yeah, got hugely I, worse. Yeah, like, but those aren't like, my like, Pokemon, okay? Oh, yeah, nobody, the ones gosh. that came after me are worse. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Except right. for Mudkip. I like Mudkip. Everybody likes Mudkip. Last thing in the news, and Owen, every time you write acronyms, I never know what it is, so sometimes I'm just going to guess, like right now. Uh, Plasma Complement Factor B (laughs) was bought by the Cancer Genome Atlas Program. Yeah. Perfunctory. Wow. Uh, No, so, um, uh, like, the big Magic the Gathering news was that uh, Channel Fireball, which is, like, the third biggest website that you could buy Magic the Gathering stuff on, uh, was bought by uh, um, TCG Player, which is the first. So they were like, hey, we're now just running everything. This is our house. So TCG Player is now like just going to become this mega card game conglomerate. Um, Heck yeah. Which I was um, like, oh, that's insane. Because uh, that's like a lot of stuff. And it's also very weird because like at least with um, Channel Fireball... They were also hosting um, events. They were trying to do a lot of stuff of just being like, hey, let's host events where a TCG player has not done anything like that. And so a lot of people in the Magic community are just like, so are you guys going to still like do all of these cool like conventions for Magic? Or are you just like taking the cards and running? Um, and they haven't said anything yet. Uh, so nobody knows. But it's just like this kind of big, huge thing of like, Basically, some of the biggest names. The answer is no. 
Yeah. Monopoly, bruh. Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. Consolidate and yeah. raise the prices, baby. Yeah, yeah dude. Shareholders is... to pay. Love monopolies. So yeah, good. So it's it's crazy. Hey, what is TCG player? Is that just Everman? Another card trading company? Yeah, it's another card trading company, although TCG Player does a lot of different ones. They do Magic, Pokemon, Digimon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Yep. Um, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh was they, also big in my school. They they do a lot of they do cool. like a lot of them, which is why they're so big. And like Channel Fireball is very specifically magic. Uh and they're being okay. bought out from so I guess they're just trying to double down on their magic selling abilities like that was the thing that always we was weird to me was that they were already selling magic cards so i don't know why they needed we need to buy more. another company to do it again yeah i was like you're already doing it Be because then they 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 eliminate the competition yeah i yeah. guess it's it's more of the eliminating the competitions move um so yeah that was the somebody kind of the should tell thing. joe biden about this have we done that yet yeah, I, he probably listens, so you could just sell yeah, him out. Yeah, you know. Break up these monopolies. Uncle Joe. Good old Joey. All right. Antitrust. One thing in tabletop, and I know I'm going to regret this because it's freaking Pathfinder 2E, and that's all that Caleb can talk about, but let's talk about <laughs> something about Pathfinder 2E. <laughs> so I'm talking about, about Pathfinder 2nd. It's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's really freaking good. The, the news is a uh, book came out yesterday, a new source book uh, called Dark Archives. Or Dark Archives. Archive. Or Darkives. <laughs> Dark yeah, Dark Archives. That's what Jake Dark is calling good. it. Mm -hmm. um, that includes two new playable classes, the Psychic and the Thaumaturge, and both seem really, really fun to play. They sound really fun to play. Yeah, I'm no, really excited I, about the new classes. I'm, actually, I'm really excited about both of them. I was kind of iffy. Psychic sounded a bit too much like Scion, and I fucking hate Scions. <laughs> uh, and then Thaumaturge just sounded weird. And like mm -hmm. they are really weird, but in like a good way. Yeah, I feel like uh, the big thing is Psychic feels like what I wanted Witch to be. And yeah. Thaumaturge feels like what I wanted. Um... Oh, I lost it. Cool. It was a different yeah. class. Same. Investigator. What I wanted Investigator um, to kind of be. So, Almost. the way these work, why are you guys okay? We're yeah, just uh, everybody's being now. weird. Sure. Uh, what? Um, that throw you off track? Um, psychic. So, the way psychic works. Yep. Is they have a they've got basically they can heighten their cantrips, their free spells, but give them a bunch of cool effects so they do extra damage. They make a lot of use of focus points. Do they which do is meth? something they yeah, they do meth too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um but basically basically character. they get they get a lot from these points that come back every short rest. Yeah. It's kind of the nice. quickest way to do it. I like kind systems like, like that. Hit hit dice, like uh bard hit dice and fighters and stuff like that yeah, short rest systems are really cool yeah it, it seems like i don't know psychic seems like it'll make a really good blaster like yeah. it'll be able to do a lot of blasting which will be pretty cool without not really like been a class all of its resources every fight yeah so anyway i came in i just started blasting. there you go thank exactly. you <laughs> it's like someone's got to do it i can't wait to stop playing really bad tabletop rpgs and start playing <laughs> 2e I would like for you to try 2E sometime. That'd be nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you not played it? No, I have not. Oh, never received yeah, an invite. We so. played it oh my God. in the playtest when we were at we like, the play your house. Right. It's very different from the playtest. Uh, oh, my God. But when we had Aaron on the laptop. 
<laughs> yeah, it was my face on the laptop, and you guys were playing in person. Wait, was Aaron? Was Aaron in that one where we? I died, everyone died to a mummy. No, no, no. Shame, shame. That one. Shame. Uh, I, the one I was in was when Alex ran down that whole that uh, like hallway to the pile of fucks. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that the two E playtest? Yeah. Uh huh. It sure uh, was. I gotta explore it. I don't know about two E now. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. <laughs> that was the like I said. That was a playtest. It's a lot different now. Um, Thaumaturge is really weird. They they basically get like cursed objects, kind of, and they can do weird things depending on the type of object they have. So like, if you have a cursed book, you can use it to like learn more about your enemies, and sometimes just like random writing will show up in it to tell you cool stuff. Uh, mm. There's like a wand that like just randomly gains magical charges, and you can use it to just like blast people. It's weird. Th my There's favorite one. Is the yeah. mirror? Yes, go for it. No, no, you got it. You like? I home. got it. Yeah. I like the mirror so much. So it's like you use the mirror and you designate another spot where your reflection is, and whenever you do something, you choose which square you originate from. That's so like, you pretty can, cool. Yeah, you can literally you can flank an enemy with your reflection, <laughs> and then they also get an ability where if you if one of them gets hit at that time, you can choose which one you were actually in. And the one, huh. and if you choose the one that got hit to be the reflection, it explodes and does damage to whoever hit you. It's fucking wacky as hell. The mirror is awesome. <laughs> it sounds so much fun. That's really neat. That's really neat. Man, freaking cool classes in 2E, man. Really yeah, cool neat. classes in 2E. 1E and Starfinder They're... both suck. I don't know why we play any of that garbage. Never said that. Never said that. Gosh. I say it every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least. Let's talk a little bit about, I don't know, Azeron Cyborg. <laughs> the future. So I, I found that in my, uh, in my age, my APMs and uh, point-to-click accuracy, all this stuff, slowly starting to decrease. Um, and so I, I hit up the internet and watched a couple things and saw this thing called the Azeron Cyborg pop up. I was looking at it, and it's, uh, it's a pretty neat. A uh, little thing, a little little visual for you. It looks terrifying. Um, so if if we kind of rotate it up like that, you can see that there's like 28 some odd different combinations of buttons and whatnot. I saw thumb uh, thumbstick as well as a hat switch and some other ones out here. Um, Audio listeners, it looks like a, the hand that goes around your hand. Yeah, it's robot just hands. for people to hold, like if you don't get hand. the holding hand experience normally in life, you buy one of these to uh, just yeah, yeah. get the yeah, hand holding so, experience. So it just kind of like, you know, it it sits very comfortably, like in a very natural position. Um and just being able to the big thing that that was hard for me was doing leans and stuff like that in games that had leans while also being able to move. WSD. The other advantage of this is that you can always have analog movement uh, in a PC game, so you get the best of both worlds, where you have the mouse for for your look, and you have an analog input for movement, which also ties into input as well. So you know you can just kind of like crawl along a little bit, or you can move full speed. Hmm. Um, all of it is all ergonomically adjustable. This thing's covered in in uh, uh, screws and whatnot, where you can move everything around. I also got a moniker that has my, my nice. Custom, nice. custom name That's on it. That's cool. Uh, you can also get all the parts 
uh, each and every part in a separate color. It's all 3D printed. It's from a, a company out in Switzerland. Uh, so you do have to pay in euros to get it. Uh, so you have to figure out some ways to do that. Uh, it's got a decent amount of onboard memory and uh, also a whole bunch of very easy to use software. Uh, and the Discord that they have set up is also very helpful because you can look up pretty much any game. So I looked up what they had recommended for Destiny and I modified a few things and I found it to be like uh, really good having having like all your menu options up on up on these buttons up here where, you know, your finger isn't lying, but you can still just kind of like flick your finger up and and you got it. I found it all to be uh, really good. It was really difficult to use at first. Uh, but, but after using, I've been using it for about two months now and, and it's pretty much natural at this point hmm. using a keyboard. It feels weird. So <laughs> it's uh, really intimidating to it, it's a little, swapping to it, it. It is. Um, but if you, if you dedicate like one game, if you set one game and you set controls and you really hone it in, uh, the, the biggest thing that I used with this was how I would set my control screen uh would just be what my fingers wanted to do when i wanted to do something um so being able to change that and not having to move your hand ever is uh it's helpful. i feel i feel like because you've moved to this and key and keyboards are feeling awkward you need to move to like a caracorder and just completely get rid of your keyboard period yeah. mm. you know because that's the Corded typing the is so concept. cool you you just have your hands in one spot you never really yep. move anything you're just Kind of like slightly tapping buttons and keys without really moving anything. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to to get into some uh, stenography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, on my bucket list, I would love to learn shorthand. Oh man, mm-hmm. my my aunt can write in shorthand. Oh and man, it, it's the weirdest looking thing, man. Yep, I, I have aunt? no idea what it is. Who are yeah. you? Where did you grow up? I don't know. I think <laughs> Alex has been infecting me. My aunt, my aunt, my aunt. There was a. <laughs> There was, a guy, there was a guy in the Hyperscape community who refused to use a keyboard because uh, he said it <clears throat> hurt his hand always having to... Well, how, however you use the keyboard, it's just, he didn't like it. And so what he did is he got um, whatever the Switch like Pro controller was or like the, the Wii Pro controller, whatever, whatever that was for Nintendo, uh, programmed it to his computer, used half of uh, a controller and still used a mouse for the other side for his right hand. Uh, weird. That's very did, weird. Did he have like one button on his mouse programmed to crouch? Probably. Because that's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Heck yeah, guys. Where it's at. Y'all need to so y'all weird. need to adapt. Just get crouch on the on the mouse, boy. No. Where you need it. Get that thumb working. I have that crouch on my foot pedal. I do yeah, have I, crouch I have a button on my mouse too. for destiny. What? Yeah. Thank yep. you, Frank. Appreciate we end you. this podcast now, okay, so I can throw his up. His mouse doesn't count because it has like thirty-five buttons on it. Well, mine my just mouse has, has two. a lot of buttons too. Well, two additional buttons. There you go. Plenty of buttons. That's all you need, guys. Get your crouch on there. Get what your melee. Your, on what there. are your two Boom. side buttons? It's crouch and melee. Yeah. Yep. Right, at least you got melee. Yeah, I got melee on there. I mean, it's like the most used key for a Titan. I think I use melee. it more than W key. Oh my god. W. Yeah. yeah, more than W. Yeah, more than W. That's, I had that's to go how back I to move the around the map. Thing. I I I just <laughs> I just warp into punching people across the map. I'm just like, ah! I gotta exactly. get over there. Ah! 
Exactly. And then and then that's it. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back again in two weeks to talk more about Frank's Azeron Cyborg and how it's going. <laughs> uh with or without frank i don't know if frank will be here but we're gonna talk about it one way or the other also about all the things we've been playing thanks again for joining us and we will catch you next time see ya This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCausland, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, Owen Patterline, and Frank Rice. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. You can also check out our new series, The Discordant Signal, a multi-arc Starfinder adventure, live on Twitch every Monday at 8 p.m. and then out on YouTube and whatever podcasting app you are using at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.